Chapter 18 of Original Stories from Real Life. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Brandon. Original Stories from Real Life by Mary Wollstonecraft. Chapter 18 Visit to the Schoolmistress true and false pride their dress was soon adjusted and the girls plucked flowers to adorn themselves and a nosegay to present to the schoolmistress whose garden was but small they met the children just released from confinement the swarm came humming round mrs mason endeavouring to catch her eye and obtain the notice they were so proud of the girls made their best curtsies blushing and the boys hung down their heads and kicked up the dust in scraping a bow of respect they found their mistress preparing to drink tea to refresh herself after the toils of the day and with the ease peculiar to well-bred people she quickly enabled them to partake of it by giving the tea-board a more sociable appearance the harvest home was soon the subject of conversation and the harper was mentioned the family pride of the welch said anna has often diverted me i have frequently heard the inhabitants of a little hut that could scarcely be distinguished from the pigsty which stood in the front of it boast of their ancestors and despise trade they have informed me that one branch of their family built the middle aisle of the church that another beautified the chancel and gave the ten commandments which blazed there in letters of gold some rejoice that their forefathers sleep in the most conspicuous tombs and that their ashes have an inscription to point out where they are returning to their mother earth and those graves which only a little stone at the head gives consequence to are adorned every sunday with flowers or evergreens we perceive in all the various customs of men a desire to live in the past and in the future if i may be allowed the expression mrs mason then observed that of all the species of pride which carry a man out of himself family pride was the most beneficial to society pride of wealth produces vanity and ostentation but that of blood seems to inspire high notions of honour and to banish meanness yet it is productive of many ill consequences the most obvious is that it renders individuals respectable to the generality whose merit is only reflected and sometimes the want of this accidental advantage throws the most shining personal virtues and abilities into obscurity in weak minds this pride degenerates into the most despicable folly and the wise will not condescend to accept of fame at second hand replied anna we ought to be proud of our original but we should trace it to our heavenly father who breathed into us the breath of life we are his children when we try to resemble him when we are convinced that truth and goodness must constitute the very essence of the soul and that the pursuit of them will produce happiness when the vain distinctions of mortals will fade away and their pompous escutcheons moulder with more vulgar dust 
but remember my young friends virtue is immortal and goodness arises from a quick perception of truth and actions conformable to the conviction different subjects beguiled the time till the closing evening admonished them to return home and they departed reluctantly filled with respect End of chapter 18 Recording by John Brandon